It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Back at it again with the Blue Testament crew. We're not at full strength this week. Neither is Corey. But we've got in the studio tonight, my name is Cody Bradley. Bradley. Allie Trost. And not Robert Russell. Bob? Does he say Bob or Robert? I can never remember what he... Bobbert. Bobbert. He, he never says that. You said that and he was like, what does that mean? Yeah, that really threw him off when I... But I'm also kind of surprised. Like, what person whose name is Bob or Robert has never at any point gotten called Robert? I feel like that's a very standard. Never called anybody named Robert. Must be a generational generational difference. (laughs) Yeah, that was their little dig at me being old. (laughs) No, no one, no one has to know. No one's old. No one knows our age. Age is just a number. That is not true. (laughs) I'm still immature, but I'm just old. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, that just winked at the Cody. Winks, the wink ruined it all. 
Oh, if you guys could just sit in here with us, the things you would see. It's very weird. Okay. But should we talk about should soccer? Should we give them <laughs> should we give them some more accurate partial information? I think that anyone coming to this podcast knows that they, even if they don't know, they know that they're looking for accurate partial information, and we're always here to give it. So That's what we're good at. Yeah, <laughs> we have very accurate information, just not all of it. Not all of it. <laughs> but we will try to fill in the uh the rest of the pieces to the best of our ability with our expansive knowledge on this team. <laughs> okay, four to one. Three points. I'm happy. Let's start off with your favorite goal. Oh, oh, that's hard because they were all. Okay, we'll give you time then. Thad, I don't what have, was your like, favorite I goal favorite. of the Well, four? I will have to say Kuzane scoring just because it's Kuzane scoring. Juan Cousin, okay. man, that was just a really good moment. Just Cousin. Okay. So Juan Cousin, I know his name is Cousin, but still you can't like. I straight up called him Juan. I, I did. I, I didn't know. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, well. Now I know, but she does Cousin, I'm sorry. Too, but I don't think I would have really known that. I no, just, Juan Cousin is what I would have like called him. And again, I could be wrong, but my understanding is his, no, his I think full that, name is Juan Cousin, Juan Kamal. Uh-huh. But if you address, if you're referring to him, Kuzain is the is. complete, accurate way to speak to talk about him. Okay. Okay. Lesson but so, there to everyone listening. But what would be calling him Juan Kuzain be like? Like his? Would that be his? Middle what's your middle name? <laughs> it'd be like, it, well, it's Scott, so it'd be like calling me Cody Scott or Scott I, Cody. I think it would be as awkward as that, but not analogous. That's not to that. that awkward. People do that. You don't know there are people that you call them by their first Your and middle name? Your mother calls you that when you're in trouble, so no, no, you no, probably no. have heard it a lot. No, no, no. I know. I guess it's girls. No, I know guys that you call them by their first and middle name. No? I mean, okay, I'm not saying that it's like a foreign thing. <laughs> like, I'm saying, like, you're right that people definitely do that. It's just Anna like... Anna Grace. I know mm. someone that you call her Anna Grace. Yeah, if you're from, like, Mississippi. Like, uh, she's from here. All okay, right. anyway. Anna Grace. <laughs> so, Billy Bob and Anna Bob and <laughs> Shanna Bob. And Cousin and is Bob. what we're landing on, okay? Okay, right. so right. I messed up in my interview with him after after the game. Pretty sure I called him Juan. I, I know I did. I'm not pretty sure. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, but go. But now I know. We need to go tell everyone to go look at that video. Yeah, everyone. it's, like, one of our most watched ever the Malaysian Messi. Because he is the Malaysian Messi, and overnight, the yeah. Malaysians went crazy watching all of yeah, our Yeah, it has, like, like every other video we've ever posted has, like, I don't know, somewhere between, like, or like 200, 300 views, and then it's, like, 2,100 views on Kuzane's interview. So this is my shameless plug. Everyone head over to the Blue Testament and check out the after the final whistle article, which will have the links to uh, some post game interviews with Peter, uh, Daniel Shallowy, Daniel Sun, and Juan Cousin. Cousin, not Juan. Cousin. Cousin Sun. And it was a good interview with Cousin. And, yeah. And Daniel. He was. Uh, Peter's was a little short, but. Yeah, well, it got cut off. <laughs> <laughs> we had some technical difficulties last night, but uh, <laughs> one question survived, so. It's all right. We move forward. In case, because you can't see it, she just gave side eye to Cody <laughs> for when she said about technical problems. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Right. <laughs> so, how does turning turning the camera like makes a sound? It it's does just move- like shaky. We okay. I don't. Okay. 
Just like we're not supposed to move these microphones too much. Yeah, it's the same technology. Well, you can, but it just, it's better to just leave it. Okay, Cody messed up (laughs) the interview. It's okay, Cody. It's all a learning thing. It's all We're hitting a learning curve and we're all learning here. (laughs) I mean, I straight up called Kuzane the wrong name, kind of, so. And I I should have We're great on all accounts. I should have told you different. But. And like Cody said, I do so much research. I don't think people realize like oh, yeah, she the really amount does. of research I do for a couple of questions just so I can reference something that someone said from. And I can vouch for that because we were discussing during the game things about Kuzane so she would know. To, I'm a sponge. To She's ask. got a notepad. <laughs> There's more notes than she could possibly ask a, a yeah. person in an interview. It's just all my thoughts. Okay, so. So yeah, go watch those. <laughs> it's our long-winded way of saying that. So Kuzane was your favorite goal. I was just gonna say we're gonna get back to that. Whose yeah. favorite goal was yours? Um, you can go first. Okay. I'll take so the leftovers. I I was really torn between two. I won't say what the one that I the other one I was torn between, but I'm gonna have to say Rubio's goal. I know it was the fourth. It just kind of closed us out, put the nail in the coffin. But seeing like his excitement and that fire. Like he wanted that goal and he was like, it was the biggest like Peter Vermees play me goal. He did. Like that was awesome. Yeah. It was just seeing it go in. It was just, I was immediately like, oh man, that that is a person that needs to be playing more. But you know what the best part about that to me was? I mean, Rubio did the finish and that was great, but it was the Gerso play right before yes. that. He fought for that ball. He kept hold of that ball. He got to the right spot where he could play that ball to Rubio. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Rubio did a nice uh, turn with the yeah. ball and got in the right position and put it past Shuttle Worthless. But he, it was Gerso getting that setup that I was really liked about that particular goal. I liked that play too, but you did leave out that he asked for a handball and almost didn't get the ball back but did. That's very true. He paused, was... he paused with the ball at his feet in the middle of the box. Okay. <laughs> that worried me, but... Speaking of Gerso, that was just a fake out. Did Kuzane's goal deflect a little bit off of Gerso, or it was did Gerso? Not Gerso? It was a it was a Minnesota the, player. Okay, because I I couldn't tell. My eyes are kind of bad. I, had to, so. I went back and watched, and Gerso made like a very good effort to like get his foot out okay. of the way. Yeah, it was it was from one angle. It looks like he was trying to flick it on. Yes. Like he was okay, because that's in. I think what but I was, was seeing. He was, from he another was angle, it looks like in. he was actually getting out of the way. Okay. Yeah, because when you so. look at it from that one, the movement of him getting out of the way almost looks like he's flicking it on. But My question okay. is if it was even going on goal. Yeah, I think it deflection. was. I'm pretty sure it was. We'll yeah. say, yeah, I'm, I'll allow that. Just like I'm going to take it away. Just like the one that Daniel saw and blocked earlier. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. That, who shot that? Was that? Zeus, yeah. Zeus with another rip. All right, Cody, your favorite goal. Daniels. Yeah. It was amazing. That was... Oh, it was so good. Okay, his that goal last night and then the one he scored against Atlanta, it's like he he doesn't even look up to like I know to the, aim. It like the, it's the shot it's comes out blood. of nowhere. Like it, it 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 just comes out of nowhere. He didn't even rev up. It doesn't even look like he swung that hard. No, it's and just it was like a the ball rocket. flies off of his foot. Yeah. And that's what when we were talking about it one other time. First time I saw him. At the first Swill Park Rangers practice, it was like a shot exactly like that, where it's he didn't, you know, re- have a huge, you know, Wind arm, up. arm wave and like wasn't positioned right. It just, he just, it flies off of his foot. It's insane. It's so fun to watch. 
Now, now I'm going to like do this again, but the best part about that goal, what do you think I'm going to say? I don't um, know, oh, oh, the, uh, <laughs> the really, really clever assist from Croze. No, but that's a good point. That w- Thank you for bringing that up, Cody. That way I didn't have to. Going back to Daniel's actual shot, like you said, he didn't really look up. He's just dribbling, right? But what he does is he shoots just as he clears that defender so that the goalie cannot see that ball coming. He can't see mm-hmm. the windup. He can't see the turn and yeah. the shot. So it's really smart of him how many players want to get open to get shot. They mm-hmm. want, they want, like they want that perfect like feet on wide open side. spaces. Yeah. But he just takes that space, and as soon as he cleared that, he shot. Yeah. Sometimes those will run it. You know that that shot will go right into a player, so it'll be mm-hmm. look like ah, he should have got more space, right? Right. But when it when he when he can, makes it perfect, yeah, it's beautiful. That's why there was no chance. Shuttleworth yeah. had no chance. Well, and I think that too, like all that you just explained right there, like that just goes to show his soccer IQ, and like it can only it's only going to go up from here. Like as he gets in more of those situations, and maybe those situations come with him as center forward. See, and that's. I don't even call that soccer IQ. I see that as just like he's still so young and raw and it's just he's already able to do this. Like yeah. it's just so like it's so instinctual and natural mm-hmm. to him. Oh, it's I'll all agree with the young but not the raw. He's not he's pretty polished yeah. at this point. He can I mean he will continue to get better. I think in 5 years you could look back and say like he was still pretty raw at this point. Well, when he's playing for like Arsenal or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, how cool would that be? And how great would the money be that comes to the team? <laughs> yeah. One of these guys will have to do that. Kuzain, Shallowy. The Malaysian investment. <laughs> One of these guys Lindsay. is going to be a big payday. Here. I think it'll be between Shallowy or Kuzain. To. Like, really be, just like. So, like, the chance to play in, like, one of the top leagues in the world. Yeah. Kuzain to Barcelona. Ilya is the mentor that. Sends him to Barcelona to take the spot that Ilya didn't get because somebody else was signed. That would be the ultimate story, wouldn't it? I still that like Busio. Busio, Bu- oh Busio's my gosh, nice, Gianluca, man. the yeah. best name. Cody and I were talking about that last night when we were walking out of the stadium. Just like, why is it that so many of these soccer players who are really good, a lot of them have these like kick-ass names, <laughs> like, and That's then some like- have these great names that don't necessarily live up to it. Some have names that are just like that could be the guy who sells me insurance, you know on the phone and cold calls me. Yeah. Like, hi, this is Matt Beasler with American family. Like, yeah, this is Brad Evans with like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Names. names This is Jean-Luc Abusio and I'm about to rock your world on the soccer field. Like that's what I think. Jean-Luc. It's just an amazing names are names are one of my favorite parts about soccer. Yeah. I think Brad Evans could be like a, a (laughs) swimming pool salesman or something. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is Tamili. I'm here to fix your a- like HVAC, like you know, anything. <laughs> but it's also the foreign names. We can't really knock them. We're all just American, yeah. you know. They all sound cool. Busio. Busio. Yeah, it's fun to chant. It's fun to say. Except he's American. Wait, yeah, but his, his name is like far. Doesn't. His, what is his lineage? He's French, isn't he? His dad is foreign, I believe. I haven't actually met him. Foreign. Well, yeah. that's accurate partial all, all encompassing there. <laughs> accurate and partial well i'm from hick missouri i mean there's a lot of people that are just well, okay isn't me. he from north carolina yes yes okay. yes but his name i want to say his origin is like french like that's where his i think that's italian jean luca seems italian all right i'm looking it up this is one that we're not gonna have be partial 
it's going to be full accurate information. Is uh, yeah, I think there's another player named that Gianluca. Like I literally want to name my first but, kid Gianluca. <laughs> I love it. It's Gianluca, Daniel. I just like Luca. I, I see. I like don't too many Daniels. Like my brother's name is Daniel. We'll see that you could tell your brother was named after him, but you'd know it would be. My like brother that. and my brother Danny and Shallow are like literally the same age. I don't I can't remember when my brother's birthday is July seventeenth, and I'm pretty sure Daniel's is and July. My birthday's July eighteenth. No way. Yeah. Small world. Um, hey, you know what? Mine's not. <laughs> Crazy. Cool fact, Thad. <laughs> so what was the I forgot already forgot what you said was the your favorite part of the Shallow We Goal? Or the really cool part of it? To me, was how he shot it just as he cleared the defense. Oh, yeah. No, I liked uh, Johan turned it into an assist while the ball was just, while still bouncing around. He, with one touch, stole the ball and gained possession and set up Shallowy for He fought really hard to get in and head that ball Mm -hmm. to Shallowy, who had to make a good touch, too. I mean, it wasn't like a perfect header to Shallowy, but... Mm -hmm. um, the effort he put into it, the effort that he put in for all of his 15, 18 minutes, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. He was a little, he was a fireball for the whole time he was in. That that was really sucky to see him go down. And see, I, I think it's just part of how he's slowly improved every game. It's just to me, he's looked like that every game, like bits and parts. Yes. And again, it was in Minnesota. So, you know, it may not be the greatest achievement in the world, but he has been improving. He's been getting better and playing what Peter wants. So he's that guy that he's that foreign guy who may take a half year or a year to get to what Peter wants, but then be really great. I mean, we could be sitting here next year talking about how great Croze is and Mm -hmm. how he's keeping Busio from getting time at attacking mid, you know? And Uh, like, I'm here for all of that. Like I am so like Croze, I think deserves that. And I think he, like he wants that so bad too. I think we I think that should be a segment that we do on this show is a someone comes up with sporting in 2021 and give a scenario like that a beautiful scenario to imagine Crazé playing amazing and Busio pushing him for minutes well, 2021 Busio should be playing. No, that should be next year. I was just okay. I just threw, yeah. All right. Well, it's, I'm just So 2019 yeah, I can I can go with that. Yeah, twenty twenty one. I'm like, who will even be here? Like, I that's too far away. EPB back. We'll we'll be back in twenty twenty one. Yeah, playing next to Amore and Lindsay. We're coming off two straight MLS cups. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there should be some sound effect inserted in there, like da na 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 na. So, we've discussed all of our goals, except for Lobatos, but. Yeah, we all of our favorite bottle, man. Come on, let's. Yeah, it was a. It was a cheeky turn. Yeah, and it, I mean, the Shuttleworth almost got some sort of. We got a touch on it. Got a touch, but that was a the pass, turn alone and just a pass from Roger, it. right? Yes. Who the turn was game? very good. Yeah, Roger had a great game. The turn was very good. He had a lot of space. That's mm-hmm. why I liked the pass better. But it was yeah. he made. It was like you could almost tell he was like okay. thinking of turning the other way and then at the last second just opened up and just saw everything in front of him. But here's my question. Kyrie in the same position, would he have scored that in, in the box? Could he have made that move? So now you're an anti-Kyrie guy? I'm not anti-Kyrie. I'm just saying we've been 
kind of hard for scoring in the last however well, many games. That question is about Diego's goal, not Lobato's goal. And for me, like that is a real question. Like that goal was just it was banging around and the ball wouldn't go in and that's something we see from this team all the time. Yeah. And then half a second after it touches the foot of Rubio, it's in the back of the net. It just looked like just like he like he was saying, you I need to be on the field. We've also seen Rubio put those balls well wide too. Uh, yeah. So, I, mean, I mean it's not like he's doing that every time, but Well I almost wonder, like, is there a better position for Kyrie than center Oof. forward? Because it's like he does bring so much to the table in terms of like his physical presence alone is like so strong. He he is defensive minded. He fits into all of Peter's plan. Like he checks ev- almost every box of what Peter wants out on the field, at least in certain you know in certain parts of his game. But it's like that big where physical, else would he go? <laughs> yeah, that big physical ability is like he's right where he needs to be when yeah. there are dudes crawling all over him, and we need him as a backboard and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, although I don't really think he plays as big as he is. I mean, yeah. you know, he seems to be much less physical than what he could be mm-hmm. from his size and athleticism. So probably his best spot on the team is coming off the bench in the 80th minute as a defensive sub. Yeah. But that's when you have a forward who can regularly put in goals and can do some of what he does, not maybe quite mm-hmm. as well, but nearly as well. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Peter's got some... uh some decisions coming up with you know what this lineup is going to look like is it going to become more fluid than it has been in the last you know seven or so games eight games where you know he was subbing maybe one guy in at the last like 10 minutes maybe 15 minutes or not subbing at all unless of an injury so well I would actually say he's done fairly well with subbing up until the last couple games. Okay, subbing in forwards, I guess. But cha- you mean changing him out? Yes. In the I'm not talking about okay. subbing like your typical, like he always is subbing, you know, at least like Madrona, Sinovic, like, the, like okay. that back. I'm talking about like those three guys up top, Shallowy, Russell, and Shelton. Like how many times have we seen Sporting walk away with a tie or a loss with no change to that front three? Yeah, and I would I would like to see some change too. I, mm-hmm. I I would. Again, it's always do you feel confident that the guy that you're going to put in there is going to do something dif- better or different? Well, I think after the, I do that, now. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly after that game. I think you can feel that about Diego and Gerso. Yeah. Gerso looked great. The his uh, nutmeg and mm-hmm. cheeky, cheeky little shot on goal. That cheeky, was uh, that was very good. That was like one of my favorite plays of the game. Favorite was Zussi's little just like yep. chip over the sliding defender. Which like that was so that classy. defender's move. Like what like why was that his Oh he just made him look so he bad. He made him look so bad. Love it. Well, yeah, yeah Zussi was really so. like infiltrating that whole wing all night. Like he had some huge crosses, some really big runs, so it was cool to see him, you know, with Russell out and shallowy not in that typical yeah, and wing position. Like I, f- I feel like it allowed Zussi to get up a lot more, and like Lobato was just all over the place. <laughs> I felt like he was. Well, I think uh, when I think when uh, Zussi and Russell were both out there, they've worked really well together. Yes. But last night, I was really enjoying Lobato and Zussi because yes. at times it was like, okay, which one was that? Because you know they mm-hmm. both have short hair now. Man, yeah. I beards. really like I really like Lobato's game. I love he has become one of my favorite players to watch. Like I appreciate his style so much, and this is. 
like not a knock to Russell at all, but I feel like Russell doesn't really get like he doesn't really cut in and move centrally as much. Like he typically stays pretty stuck out there either on that sideline or like up on, you know, towards the inline. And I thought Lobato's ability to kind of like just move in and out, like it allowed Zussi to get room to swing around the outside and cut in. Yeah. And then Lobato is in the middle. Like it was just where where very Russell creative. where Russell is like smash and grab and very mm-hmm. direct. Yeah. But Lobato's, from like the same spot. Like it's Lo- not Lobato's a little more like patient and on it like probably even a little more creative. Mm-hmm. Well he just like watching him cut through like players, it's literally like watching a knife cut through soft butter. Like he's just like gliding his way through. He's got that he's just very good on the ball. He's like, quick, uh, yeah. It's like you can, it's the Spanish it's like he's on his tippy toes. He's like dancing like throughout. He is like it's so. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't was know. really enjoying watching him. No, I I liked Lobato last year when everybody was bad mouthing him for his defense and you know he didn't do anything in games and stuff. But I'm like, I thought he was doing well. It's that he wasn't necessarily connecting well with other people. Mm-hmm. So it, I, I would like to see him get in some more games, and especially up at yeah. that wing spot. Yeah, I, I think, completely I, agree. I think when all these when more games start getting played and like the end of the season draws on, he's going to be like a very big X factor for Vermees. Mm-hmm. But we we gotta again we gotta see these guys do it against teams that are not Minnesota. I mean, right? But also, but okay. The reason we think that they're so bad right now is because Sporting like made them look that bad. And here's my other point, though. And they're like the next to last worst team in the league after Montreal. Yeah, but remember parity in this league. No one's that bad. Well, and my other thing is too is that Peter said last night in the press conference that. The first half, their attacking efforts was like the best that he's seen all season. Yeah. And I don't think he would say that. I think that the way that Sporting was attacking in that first half would have been successful against any team. Like, I thought that they were moving so quick and moving so just like it was just smart. Like, everything they were doing was just like in the positive direction. They were playing back when they needed to, they were going forward when they needed to, they were making smart runs, they were making the right crosses. Like, I think any team you play against Minnesota or not, you're going to be successful. That the like during the play of Lobato's goal, I like said out loud, I was like, oh my gosh, this is just like a mm-hmm. scrimmage. Like <laughs> they're just running a train on them right now. It was uh, it was really fun to watch. Uh, I totally agree. I... And again, who knows? Maybe it is because it was Minnesota, but. But also, well, and and the reason I keep going back to that is I just don't want it to like oh like here yeah, Lobato like, addresses <laughs> our answer and we do go know. very up and down here. It's like that was amazing, and so then it's like I'm always one. trying to like play the other side a yeah, little we bit keep so we level. don't get too far gone with you know this is the the answer the guy who couldn't get on the field until last night because Johnny was gone and because mm-hmm. Kyrie was hurt you know Daniel got moved over because if it was a choice you know if Kyrie was healthy yesterday. Would Daniel been in the middle? No. Daniel would have been out on a wing, mm-hmm. and then it would have been either Gerso or Lobato. It wouldn't have been both of them. Mm-hmm. So probably Gerso because he's the more natural winger at, currently under Peter. So yeah. that all of it just leads to me like we don't want to get too high on this because right. Minnesota has a bad defense. Yeah. I get, I get that sentiment, but this was not the Sporting Kansas City first team. And like – that does that game the reason i am so excited about it is because not because oh this team is so good after beating minnesota it's now we know that like all these players that are on the bench like 
there's a lot of depth. Yeah, and so like the big question of the year has been like, yeah, but can they do this at the end of the year? And like that game for me last night is like, yes, absolutely they can. This team is so much better depth wise and all you know at all different areas of the field than the past two years. And I, I won't argue with you there because I completely agree. There's so much more depth every year. The depth gets better and it's mm-hmm. deeper. Uh, and at almost every position right now, the the problem is midfield though, just because of injuries. Felipe, Madranda, Creze, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only reason Kazane played. Otherwise, he probably would have never seen the field this year. Right. Which is okay. He continues to develop at Swill Park, practices, gets some experience. But that's probably the only reason he played is because of injuries to Felipe and Madranda and yeah. Creze. But. Even at full strength, wouldn't we see Kuzain on Wednesday? Wouldn't we have probably seen him then? Don't know. You know, Peter impossible. has been no answers on this show. <laughs> well, accurate we can partial... speculate all day and all night. Accurate partial and that's what information, we're do. <laughs> but no answers. But well, it's something we can't answer anyway just yet because yeah. Peter has traditionally played very, very strong lineups majority of the time. I mean, there's been times he's he put does. out the first team 11 going out there. And yes, there's three games in seven days this week, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, right? Um, but there's also a two-week break after that. So if they get, everybody gets a wee bit tired, so what? They get two weeks of rest, you know, and rehab at the amazing Pinnacle Training Center. So Johnny Russell being back is, uh, you know, and then so he should probably get to play Saturday, if not Wednesday. So you could go with a very, very strong lineup in the Open Cup game Yeah, you're going against an MLS team. So. I could see Peter not start Johnny, though. Yeah, I would like to see Johnny on the bench. And then see him sub in, which I think... Wait, we're not there yet. Let's stop talking about that. Okay. We're not there yet. We must follow... <laughs> the Minnesota game. The outline. Yes, it is my outline. Uh, was Sporting Kansas City good, or is Minnesota bad? A definitive answer. A quick definitive answer on that one. Sporting Kansas City was good. Minnesota was bad. I oh. knew that was going to say I, that. I literally, like, I saw, at, like, as the words trailed out of your mouth, like, I literally <laughs> just watched Thad's entire temperament, just like. I saw the wheels turning change. in his head. You look like the Cheshire cat from, like, <laughs> <laughs> like the face that you just made. You're like, hmm, I can't wait to stir the pot <laughs> with, well, it, with the, the problem opposing is, answer. The reality is there's not either or answer right but because we play this game Mm -hmm. cody or we ask a question we have to answer it that way if that's what shows do right well no i know it's (laughs) but it's to generate conversation right and i'm fine with that that's why i played the game um i gave ali the chance to say sporting good and then i went the other way because it's really kind of a little bit of both minnesota is not a very good team and they proved that again last night uh their defense has not been good. They have a decent attack when they're when they're fully in the attack, but they have to get it there first, and they're just not that good at it. I mean, yeah. what the possession was like sixty nine percent. It was night? the stat sheet. To this was what was so funny to me in Sporting's first meeting against Minnesota just like two weeks ago at Minnesota, and then last night the stat sheets were almost identical. The only difference was the result. <laughs> like yeah. it was about minus, you know a few goals here, give or take about the same. Like we outshot them about 20 plus something to like a single digit number, same as first game. And then same thing with the possession. It was about a like high 60, 30, like high 30, almost a 
complete 60 40. Oh, yeah. Minnesota was bunkering at their own home. The other difference, though, was was like Shuttleworth had a way better game at Minnesota. Granted, I don't think that Sporting necessarily put the best shots on him. Yeah. Or, you know, so I mean, you can't really say, but he did come up with nine saves. So it's like you can't say that he had a bet. The other difference (laughs) was he a tree? I don't know. But. My dad, something funny though, last night, he texted me after the game. He was like, what the hell? How does Minnesota have a team and St. Louis doesn't? They're awful. I was like. Because <laughs> yeah. they have somebody with enough money. Yeah. It uh, has little to do with the actual player I quality. Because the St. Louis USL team is pretty bad too. Uh, except they did beat Swope 2-0. Well, that's because there was no good players down at Swope. No Cousin, yeah. no Busio. Yeah. But still. No Felipe Hernandez. Don't know why. Or Belmar too, right? Belmar yeah. is. Belmar was on and the bench. And yeah, Belmar didn't get in. That was one that we all were very confident was going to see some minutes last night. Thoughts on that? Well, my I don't want to like read too much into like people's uh, expression in the locker room afterwards, but if I was going to, Belmar looked a little sad. Okay. Ooh, there was a lengthy shot of Busio as Kuzain was getting the call to go in at attacking mid. We didn't really even talk about that. What do you mean a lengthy shot? Like a uh like a camera on him. Oh. Reacting like in quotes reacting yeah. to uh not getting the nod there. And what did he look like he was reacting? Not in a, any specific way, but it was like there was a little like smirk on his face like, "Oh, okay. Well, okay. I see." all right yeah and i could see that we should have talked about that because that was that was something notable a guy who we still can that's the best part yeah a guy guy who oh man we passed the time to talk about it no no what do we do it's not in the outline (laughs) the guy who has been groomed to be Ilya's backup all of a sudden went on in attacking mid When so many people were wanting to see Busio. Yes. But. But. (laughs) (laughs) Kuzain has how many games with Swell Park so far? Um, I I don't don't know how many this year, but last year, even some the year before, right? Um, Kuzain, the year before last year? Didn't he? Yeah, I think he. Accurate. Partial yeah. information. To Where's Mike? Um, yeah, maybe he didn't the year before because that was when he was first with the academy. Um, but um, he did last year. Had a number of games with Swell Park, so he's been playing against adults for quite a while, and he right. is eighteen. At that, he was eighteen then. He's nineteen now. Yeah, Busio is just turned sixteen. Yeah. like last week. And also, Busio just got his USL debut. Yeah, like and this he's had year. Two. Yeah, so two or I'm not, three short games because he didn't. Right. I think it was three now, but um, yeah, he didn't play the full ninety in any of them. So, yeah, he only played half, and he did score his first one. He but, got an assist or an assist, but yeah, I think in terms of like, I'm not. I was obviously very hopeful to see Busio get some minutes last night, or was it last night? I I'm so tired. It is Monday night. <laughs> okay, so last night, but yeah. I fully understand why he was not the. Uh, and I would have loved to see Belmar's reaction had Busio gone in and he didn't. But well, I'm yeah. also glad. I think I would have been disappointed if Belmar had gone in over Rubio. I think that would have been kind of. Yeah, I think one difference too, though, if 
the because Crozet went out what in the 18th minute, 15th, 18th minute, yeah, somewhere around there. Early. Right? Too early. Um, Sad. If he went out in the 75th minute, that might have been a Busio entrance. Yeah, I can see that. Because okay, yeah. coming in, he's already had his MLS debut. He's already had, you know, 30 games or whatever with Swope Park so far, mm-hmm. playing against adults, a little bit older, more time with the first team, that sort of thing. Yeah. Busio may have a higher future as an attacking mid than Kuzain does. Well, and I, I think another thing that I noticed too when Kuzain was out there, especially like in that first 15 minutes, Roger and Elie both were really like communicating with him kind of like, you know, when the play kind of stopped or something like that, they'd walk over. And, you know, I think that, I think Peter probably felt like in that, like you said, in that situation for the amount of minutes that were needed out of that yeah. player going in, that Kuzain would be yeah the best guy for the job. And I think that he felt comfortable having, you know, Roger and Elie there, that it would be successful with Kuzain. Is that the two of piece. them both gave him a, uh, uh, endearing like pat on the back of the head yeah. as he came in the game. Yeah, I liked that. I loved all of that. It was yeah, all so it's, it's so cool seeing like, especially for I guess for Roger to ha- him having been a part of this club for so long. Like he's really like a mentor and coach for these new guys, and I think he really embraces that role, which is really it's neat to watch and yeah. it's gonna help the success of this team in the long run to see that good chemistry and that camaraderie on and off the field those two roger and uh and Ilya, we are we're so we're lucky, lucky. To we're have literally them. incredibly people, people lucky don't realize i you can still hear i guess with Crozé, you hear less about roger sucking from like that guy in the cauldron yeah but but like you still hear it from people that don't see roger's value somehow i and don't like, understand just that. the way him and Ilya, like they're and uh, they, they they move the ball around like not like you don't normally see in MLS. Yeah. They have like a, a technical ability, like a just an understanding of the game and with each other. And it's just like, yeah. oh, it's 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 beautiful the yeah. way they work together. Yeah, there there are times that Roger doesn't have a great game. True. And true. Ilya, even a couple of them this year has not been great. But overall, those two are two of the best midfielders in MLS. Yeah. Well, and I think part of that reason though is like as a midfielder in that central position, so much of the game goes through you. So it's like you are just facing more opportunity to mm. mess up, especially when it's not like a guy like Kuzain who's going to probably play it more safe. Like Roger has to make a lot of decisions, and so does Elie. They're a little bit more risky in terms of like whether to play it back, whether whether to play it forward. And I think a lot of times when you're kind of always forced to be mitigating like the flow of the game, how that's going to go, you're going to face more chances to have, you know, someone steal the ball away or a tackle but yeah. something i was impressed with, with with roger last night was the way he and zuzi they always play well off of each other but especially last night and i think a lot of it a lot of it had to do with lobato's movement over in that position i mean roger's movement off the ball was probably one of the best i've seen this whole season and i think he had a lot of like he attributed a lot to the off like the attack whether he was a part of the goal like assist or not, you know, he was, he was like the original, him and Elie were really like the central starting force behind a lot of our. Yeah. yeah Roger stuff. had a lot of really good touches last night. There's one that a Minnesota player was coming for the ball and he went over and basically 
tackled it away and touched it to Zusi. I think. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, the tackle slash pass. I yeah. remember the play. It was like right because it was like right in front of the press box essentially, mm-hmm. and it was just that was just quality. I mean, that was yeah. a beautiful pass touch. It's like he was play. like he's thinking two moves ahead, or he's like thinking ahead of what he's doing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It was. If if you can do that, you are you know what you're doing. And to your point about you know they face a lot more opportunity to mess up. Think about like how Rogers getting the ball so often. It's like he's getting the ball with his back turned and having to turn and face goal and find someone yeah. with, you know, winning the midfield battle is the important thing in right. almost every and game. And the guys in the midfield are the so ones yeah, kind of getting those scrappy passes sometimes. Yeah, like if someone's yeah. got pressure and they're kind of like ah, like trying to get it off, who's it going to? It's going to Ilya and it's going to Rogers. And, and it's typically r- rarely a good pass. You've got two guys bearing down on you yeah. immediately. And they, and they kind of do it in two different ways, too. Ilya is so smart about his positioning and knowing, like, everybody yes. around him. Mm-hmm. So he's showing, like, you know, say Beasler's in trouble with the ball, right? Ilya is showing to a spot for him, mm-hmm. but he knows exactly where he needs to go. He doesn't, when he receives that ball from somebody, he doesn't turn left if he should have turned right. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He knows where everybody is. And he can just take a step, get himself clear, play the ball off to somebody else. He so rarely loses that mm-hmm. Roger is a little bit different in the fact that when he receives the ball he may know that there's a guy on his right shoulder and he's just going to fight with the guy all the way to mm-hmm. get yeah. until he has a chance to play that ball right it's completely different style yeah. but similar effect yeah and it, I think it works so well because you wouldn't want two of the same like their differences I think really make our our not our I don't play on this team really make sporting's midfield work and that's, you know, last night I think was a perfect example of. Our and of our and we can come out in this conversation because we're just gushing. Like, we're just fans. I know. We're just fans well, at I, this I, point, I, like <laughs> gushing over Roger and Ilya. I know. Cappy's not here to give you a hard time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think another thing I just love about Ilya is how he interacts with fans outside of, you know, his role on the field. Like, I feel like you see so many things that Sporting posts on social media or their interactions with the Victory Project, or you know, whenever they're doing events with young kids, the, like Eli loves it, and he's he does just like a total sweetheart about it. Yeah, he's come a long way since last year. The confidence, like I know yeah. we've talked about that, that he's, he's just, really coming to his own with this, with his role, he's and embrace it. Yeah, he seems very comfortable here. Hopefully, he's around for a long time too. Sorry, Kazane. Fingers crossed. Yeah. As much as awesome as Cousin is, I can't imagine losing Ilya. I couldn't imagine losing uh what's his name either? Roger? No, uh Pusio? <laughs> Lindsay? I don't know if no, you're I, talking. Well, I, I, I could I could get clues from you, but I'm Tim mad at myself. No, who was our the Yuri? Yuri. I couldn't <laughs> imagine living without Yuri and then look we we had a couple tough years there, and then and then we found the chosen one of Villiers. Who's even better. And no one's taken him yet. <laughs> yeah, I think he's happy here just because Sporting plays the way he likes to play. So Yuri, I think, had dreams of being big. And that's cool. That's fine. But he was he was here to play a, a play well and do what was asked, but then move on. Uh, I think Ilya truly likes the way sporting plays and wants to see the, mm-hmm. and, uh, um, as Peter will, will describe it, but the, the, 
the method of play, the style, the, the I'm trying to think of the right word there too, but that continues to progress, that continues to evolve as it goes along. Um, and also something he said in the press conference last night, and I know I'm cycling back a little bit and Cody can yell at me for breaking out of the outline, but one of the <laughs> things he said too is about Lobato, about this last week in practice, they he saw something in Lobato that he saw he was able to get something out of Lobato that he wasn't necessarily seeing before. And that's, he kind of like took a little pride in unlocking something in Lobato and somebody says, what was it? And he's like, I'm not giving you the secret sauce. Bob said, what was that it? Was Bob. <laughs> yeah. Bob asked the question. It was like, how do you, how, like he was just basically asking, how did he inspire all of these young guys to play so well or to, you know, what his secret was to bring out this fire. And he was just like, Pop, I'm not telling you. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I guess I would have to wonder just if we're using context clues, like was it putting him in that new position? Did that like was that something was it the guys that he was playing with, you know, in certain you know, he's been playing mostly well, at wing back or He's in been the tried midfield. everywhere on yeah, the field. Yeah, so, so it's like was this a place where he felt the most comfortable or that he felt that he was able to be the most dynamic or best get the you know, the most out of, of his own play, like and yeah, because and going along with that, because when he play, he's played left back, he's played attacking mid a little bit, mm-hmm. and he's played left wing. I don't think he's ever played right wing. That yeah. was my biggest surprise when I saw the lineup last night. Yeah, was, I mean, same. I, I didn't know who was going to be there, but mm-hmm. when I saw it was Lobato at right wing. I'm well, like, I think because we all, I think we all assumed that Kyrie was going to be in the lineup because we weren't really sure on that injury or what that looked like. Yeah. So then once we saw Kyrie wasn't, and then of all people to put on the right wing. Lobato, everyone's kind of like, wait, what? But well, I thought they just had it flipped on the, the yeah, I'm like, the, <laughs> you know, I thought it was Gerso on the right and Lobato on the left, and nope. Yeah. So. Okay, let's even us out here. Kay. We've been gushing. Who was the worst sporting Kansas City player? Should I go first? I know that's answer. <laughs> and and I love the guy, but last night I think the worst player was Seth. Ugh. I don't like talking bad about Seth. I don't either. He's a great guy. He's a wonderful person, and I'm not saying he should be fired. I was just everybody has bad games, and I don't think Seth was at his best yesterday. Maybe that is related to other injuries, you know, and he was just trying to gut it out because I'm not sure what happened to him for him to come out as it was like that. But um, so it. he just he seemed to be out of position some and he seemed to just not be doing his best. I see that. I liked his one that one rip he had on goal. It wasn't even close. <laughs> but but I liked it. Yeah. Showing the initiative. <laughs> it's like it was, it's like everybody wanted a goal last night. It's like the entire 11 that was out there. I mean, I'm surprised Tim didn't take a shot. And like this is not to circle back to Ilya cuz I think we've talked about him plenty tonight, but <laughs> Never. his shot that just like completely oh. like ricocheted off the crossbar and knocked like bounced the, oh almost knocked the goal over if that had just been two inches below it would have been like a be- the most beautiful goal and i would have probably yeah yeah tried not to jump out of my seat in the press box but it would have been hard you would have cried i, I just yeah, i'm ex- i that said it last night like i really want to see Ilya get a goal in the run of play yeah and he had a couple of shots with the shot into players i mean mm-hmm. I think they had like eight blocked shots Minnesota did, and I think Ilya accounted for a third <laughs> yeah, of those. Like shallowy, like all. Um, but yeah, no, he had a couple of really good attempts. and It's coming. Yeah. He'll get another one this season. He does look like he is in the mood to 
get one himself. So. I like seeing him just like take a shot. It was nothing. He didn't do anything like that really last season. It's it's getting more and more like the middle three because we always like think of Ilya as a D mid and Roger as a box to box and Felipe or Croze as an attacking mid. But especially when Felipe's out there, I think of him and Roger as two eights. You know what I mean? I don't think of one of yeah. them as a ten truly. Mm-hmm. And I think that it with the way Ilya is playing now and the trust that he has with Roger and with some of the other guys, it's almost like there's no true six, eight, ten role. It's more like they're just interchangeable. The one scary thing last night, though, when I looked down and saw Croze was the right back for a little bit because oh, they got out of position after yeah. a set piece. He looked so out of sorts in that like you could just see it on his face he was like i'm not supposed to be here i'm not really sure what i'm doing zussi get over here yeah like fast please <laughs> it was funny because zussi was actually like over the left back at, or um i think it, no he was actually like in the he was like the center back at that Zeus, point he was like something. oh shit i forgot i'm not a forward <laughs> like i get back okay uh thad is going to go to training tomorrow bright and early and get yeah. You some updates on Kraze and on Seth. And Madrano. And Kyrie. Are you writing this down, Thad? Write this down. I'm giving you your homework for tomorrow. <laughs> We're quizzing you. And then, yes, as Ali said, Kyrie and Madranda as well. So basically half the roster. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm looking for another Felipe update. Saw him doing a... Uh... Call me impatient. I don't care. <laughs> It's been a month and it's felt like a year. So, <laughs> well, I think I saw a video on Instagram or something that he was doing a treadmill. So, that if he's running a treadmill, that's at least a good sign. Yeah, that's what I love about all of this. Like we're like talking about, oh, don't get too excited. It was just Minnesota. It's like, come on, this was JV. We're missing our, we're missing our MVP here. They're doing this without Felipe, who's oh. like potentially one of the best players to ever put on. The team's uniform. Like, <laughs> and, like, God, this team is so great. I love the, I love this here. This is and, so much fun. Yeah, and no Johnny. Yeah. So, they, I mean, and again, you're right. That is absolutely something to be happy about yesterday. I just think it was essentially playing a really high-level USL team. Yeah. Um, they just they were not good. They, they have good moments. When Minnesota's good, they're decent and they can play with teams. But when they're bad, they are just not good team. Also, can we just talk about Sporting drawing six red cards against opponents this year? Six. Yeah, it's weird. Like what? <laughs> I mean, I know one game, the Vancouver game, it was what two. two. So that accounts for, you know, a Johnny third. Russell hat yeah. Trick. What is that a third? I like. I don't know. Yes, two is a third. Yes. Of six. Okay. I. So if we nice. had a six pack, you could have two. <laughs> you did that you guys, with a microphone in front of you. I am the farthest from numbers are just not my thing. And you're tired. They aren't. And I'm very tired. She stayed Number, up late. Well rested Allie would have thing. easily known that. Tired, sleep deprived Allie. We will test you with math. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll take your word on that one. All right, whatever. Okay, Cody, don't, um, so, don't throw shade over <laughs> here. I can see. I'm going to move on past this game. Can I, ask, can I just add one thing to what she said earlier about the six red cards? You can. I did see somebody have a really good explanation for it. It's yeah, karma. we're annoying. Oh. No, it's, it's karma coming <laughs> oh. back for all those red cards that Sporting didn't get in 2016 and 2017. And the lack of penalties and... All those, yeah. like... Because uh, you remember it was like a big ra- uh, run of them where somebody would, like, punch a player and then they would get a 
red card from the disciplinary committee and get thrown out for two games. But Sporting never got the benefit of yeah. it. All the other teams got the benefit of that. Yeah. So now it's like seems like okay, now it's coming back to help them out. So good karma. It's like yeah, you've done your penance. Or actually, <laughs> Here are VAR, your is, our VAR is actually working for most of the time, not all the time. All right, now go ahead with what you're saying, Cody. Yeah, I'll move on to the RSL preview without mentioning anything about uh, the, Timelia letting in a goal that went right over his head. I'm just gonna move pushed right past it. We're not gonna talk about it. I, RSL I, Open I Cup. I knew you were going to talk about it. <laughs> I just said I'm not talking about it. We're not talking about it. But who mentioned it? He's a great... No who? one mentioned it. No one mentioned it. I just said we're pushing past it. But pushing past Tim what? Because Tim is a great keeper, and we're just going to move Cody's past Cody's trying it. to, like, reinvent this, like, <laughs> this assumed, like, no. stance that he has on goalkeepers. No. I, I, I'm clarifying it right now. Tim is great. I, I hate goalkeepers, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping on goalkeepers. I, I, they're giving too much credit in this game. But that is why I like Timelia so much is because he is everything that a normal, clumsy, big, awkward goalkeeper okay, is but not. I'm going to defend like that goal. I think that was a really hard goal to save because the shot kind of he there was all those there were all those defenders in front of him. He was kind of caught off his line a little bit. He got close. Like, didn't he barely tip it? And then he made up for it with that save after whatever that was from Beesler at oh, the yeah. end of the game. Oh, the where he like got down on the line. Real yeah, quick. or what? Like what even happened I think that there? Was we Seth's, were Seth's touch that like almost took that across the line. Yeah, but then like, oh maybe no, we're thinking, I, of, a we're thinking play. of different plays because this yeah. is the one where Beesler was like running, like he was facing. He Delia. didn't realize that the the Minnesota attacker was there, and the, the guy just took it off of him. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, that, we were down oh, on the yeah, field we're, at that point, and then yeah, I was like Beesler, how the hell? But did Beesler that did. He recovered well. He like. Pushed the guy out to the corner and then like got in the goal kind of and yeah. kind of caught like took off the angle for him and then Melia just like came up big and he did have another yeah. he had another uh, like it was on a corner kick Seth like had a bad touch on it and almost put it right in the back of the net and yeah, he got was... down really quickly on it so but again yeah. the announcer called it an outstanding save I'm sorry a lot of outstanding things happened in soccer and that was just not it reminds me of a stand up something i forget who did the stand-up but it was like people are so loose with their words nowadays people will be like that's amazing like really you were amazed by it (laughs) i think that's a dame cook bit but except he's talking about i want to say no i think it was i want to say it was louis ck which is why i don't know if i should talk about it on this podcast because he is not in the most positive light anymore but that was a really funny bit that he did (laughs) he has one where he talks about how his girlfriend would be like Oh my gosh, Dane, there was a fire and there was a thousand firefighters there. <laughs> or just like the hype, like hyperbole. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. We, I, we know somebody who is like, everything is like the best ever or the worst ever. It's like every moment yeah. of their life is the best ever. But I'd or rather the worst have the ever. best ever person than the person that's like, oh, it's the worst ever. Because oh, yeah. it's usually not the worst ever. Yeah, but some people are just like back and forth, back and forth. So. Well, that. There's a name for that. <laughs> oh. Uh. Well. We won't mention any specific names. Okay, so now that no one mentioned the goal that was scored on Melia, we're going to move on. That's like the passive-aggressive I way of doing it. I just said that it was like, <laughs> I think it was a really good shot. I don't think that know, that was an was. easy goal for a goalkeeper to save. It was not there was a that lot of easy, obstruct- but I think if you asked him if he should have saved it. Obviously, he's going to say that he should have. Like He thinks he should save every single he, one of them. Yeah. Okay, well, it, it could be okay, like the most amazing it could be an amazing shot <laughs> and tim would still the say most amazing, amazing. <laughs> incredible 
incredibly amazing. Incredibly gorgeous, beautiful, insane, amazing, absolutely outrageous shot. And he would still be like, yeah, I should have saved that. Out of your mind. Incredibly good. But that is our cauldron but, man of also, the month, so don't you okay, talk badly we're just, about it. We're just going to move on. I'm just going to move on before <laughs> I dig you, myself in Yeah, every deeper. time you like keep going to that, we're just going to hammer you back, man. You're not going to get away with that. Okay. RSL. No matter how much you hate to Amelia. RSL. Sporting Kansas City begins their defense of their... Open Cup. Open Cup title. Whoop. 2017. Against the stupid, ugly, smelly RSL. <laughs> you see how I went G-rated on our on my disses there? Uh, I thought you were talking about somebody else for a second. Um. <laughs> Do I have to edit that out? I don't. I can't tell. No, I'm leaving it. No. Anyway, uh, RSL. They won. They uh, played the Seattle Sounders. RSL. Um, they were not very good. <laughs> I can't unhear it now. I can't. <laughs> okay. RSL. Real Salt Lake played the Seattle Sounders 1 2 to nothing. Not that's anything because Seattle sucks. <laughs> They're lot. slightly better than Minnesota. The other stupid, smelly, ugly team. Yeah, actually, they're more stupid, ugly. Yes, they are. Seattle has scored so much around this podcast. Yeah. They have not scored in three games. The Sounders. Sounders, not RSL. Oh no, like we're in on. trouble here. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Okay, um, so roster decisions is really our the discussion here for this. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. How much will Peter change the lineup against RSL? <laughs> I think Peter's honestly just gonna like take everything he said in the press conference. Like he's feeding every everyone in the media. Like, yeah, this makes my decision so difficult. Like it'll be hard for me, like you know, to go to sleep. Like it'll feeling be, like it'll be the same. Damn it'll be thing. the same. It'll be like Kyrie will be fine. Russell's gonna start. Shallow is gonna be back. What yeah. was the, what was Kyrie listed at? What was the injury? Thigh bruise. Thigh. Yeah. Another. Thigh. Yeah. Him and Brad Evans mm-hmm. must have hit each other somehow. They both had thigh injuries. Hmm. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to say... Disturbing. No, I'm going to say Kyrie will not be back. Well, maybe he will be back, but I think I Rubio... Actually, I'm, I think Rubio's getting the nod at striker I do on too, Wednesday. and I don't think Kyrie will even travel with them. I think he'll meet them next weekend. I think the... I think... That, I think the fact that Shallowy started instead of Rubio is more a comment to him resting Rubio than that he was injured because he was on the injury report. So I think I think Rubio is going to get the start. I would like to see it. Yeah, I would not be surprised at all to see that happen. But uh, again, with the way Peter approaches the Open Cup and the fact that they have three games, but after that they have two weeks of rest, I would not be surprised to see him put out as much of a full-strength lineup as what he thought could play. Yeah, he does that a lot, much to the dismay of a lot of fans. So, I mean, you know, who knows? Johnny Russell could be in the lineup. It could be... Basically, we know nothing. Peter Vermees doesn't he... answer. He's not answering Thad's call. We're trying to get the uh, <laughs> the accurate, full information for you guys uh, in terms of the lineup we're on, on Wednesday. Right but now. we're going to be just as surprised as the rest of you. Yeah, well, and it'll be even worse when we go to talk about the Portland game because they're not even coming back after yeah. RSL. 
We're just going to go from RSL uh, to Portland. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be a long week. Yeah. Does Portland, are they turf? Yes. That's tough. Stupid. That's what I thought. Stupid they MLS. Just, they should dock any team that has turf 10 points. There we go. That's a better idea or than my like, idea Any team last with week. turf has to travel like X amount of more games to like. <laughs> so what am I? I'm, I'm I don't missing know. that. It they just, get one less sub per game. So like it rains a lot in the in the Pacific Northwest is why they don't have a grass field or what? What's the what am I missing here? It's a good question. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Come on, MLS, just make it. Come on, this is a real league. Well, everyone has to have grass. Let's go. Because Seattle plays in 2020. The same everyone has to have grass. Stadium is the Seahawks, right? Seattle plays in the same stadium. Yeah, there but you go. Portland, I forgot about that. So I don't think Portland does though. No, right? yeah, Portland can have. I mean, grass. they got their own. And yeah, Seattle's got the money to build a new stadium, don't they? Maybe not. They or should. just like replace the turf, right? Is that that they hard? Did. Am well, I just they being did naive? Just get, didn't was that Seattle or maybe it was Portland? Someone just got new turf and they were like bragging about how great it was. I think it might have been Portland. Like okay, don't brag about your turf. We don't want to hear about it. Yeah, <laughs> this was last year. If you're Thad's looking okay. at me confused. When you get grass, talk. Yeah. yeah. But otherwise, don't <laughs> Until brag. you have grass, don't even think about coming over and talking to us about it. Because we, we don't care. No, I, like Minnesota, I can kind of get, they will, if they'd have turf. But even then, they can have grass. They can put in different types of turf that ha- or different types of grass. They can replace the sod. They can do that, you know, partway through the year and have good grass. So I, to me, there's no excuse unless you cannot change the surface in your building because you don't own it or control it. Seattle. I mean, if Arrowhead if Arrowhead can keep grass on a football field in, through December and January and February in Kansas City, then everyone then else can figure it out. Are they grass? Arrowhead? Yeah, Arrowhead has like... A gajillion dollar heating gajillion? system underneath their field. Is it a gajillion dollars, Cody? A gajillion, <laughs> give or take a bajillion. <laughs> and it's like there's literally like water pipes that go underneath the field. Like they just run hot water like through them. Hmm. Sounds nice. Sporting has pipes under theirs. See, everyone can figure this out. Come on. It's apparently not as good as what they'd hoped it was, though. <laughs> all right, Garber. If you're really all about moving the league forward, 2020... All grass in MLS. Let's do it. And, and no teams come in that don't have grass. Yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, that's a that's a step forward. That's a realistic step forward. No new teams. No new teams that don't come in without a stadium plan and grass mm-hmm. in that stadium. No more freaking expansion draft. Okay, so now that we've talked about the RSL game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that give me your give me your back line. For the RSL game on Wednesday. Who you want. Ugh, want? Yeah. Not knowing who all is hurt, though. Yes, just who you want. Who I would want would oh, be... Oh, just answer the question. Zuzi, Opara, Beasler, and Madronda. For an Open Cup game, you, you do want full full strength out there? Yeah. Okay. I want to see a more, man. Get a more out there. Show some love. Are we talking backline still? You'd Is it my that. turn? You would know that if you weren't just on okay, your phone. Okay, I, <laughs> I got it. That's a fine. 
damn it. And I have to, that's a dollar oh, for me, too. And I never too. have cash on me, so I'll just, I'm going to Venmo it. The end of the season, I'm just going to Venmo my, my dues. And then we're all... Yeah, do you, are you keeping a tally? I'm just going to guess. It'll probably be about, like, what? <laughs> a dollar a podcast. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll start a tab, and we'll all go drink somewhere. Um, we did have a plan for that. I don't know. I know. It's just, Bob's, Bob can never make it, so... It's always busy. I'm kidding. Um, but backline that I want to see would be Beesler, Opara in the middle, Zeus, and Lindsay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like that. Rolling with Lindsay again. Well, Cody, you if you start ask the question, you have to answer, right? Yeah. Um I'll say, let's rest Ike for Amor. And Madranda. And Lindsay. And who in goal? And Beesler are the other one. Um, ooh, that's a fun question. I didn't even think about that. Tim the tree or... Tim is not a tree. That's why I like him. Stop putting me against Tim. One I'm or, finding you or every Eric time. Or Eric Dick, the speedy relish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hot dog. That is. That seems like something. A speedy Dick. Vermees <laughs> does a lot of is he picks uh, the backup keeper and gives them the open cup. I would disagree. Does he not do that? <laughs> he hasn't done it a lot since uh, Kronberg, actually. Oh. Because. Since keepers don't actually run or do much, they just stand there. They exactly. really don't need a rest, right, Cody? Exactly. <laughs> but it's a thing in soccer. Everyone, people do that for their backup. They do. Um, they're they just going to plant him, freaking, right? <laughs> freaking Pep Guardiola was still trotting out. Oh, crap. Bravo. In the uh, FA Cup, like an idiot. Anyway. Yeah, I just called Pep Guardiola an idiot. <laughs> yeah, we we have a greater soccer mind than he does, I'm sure. Yeah, I do. Lots of fans think that. Okay, so now that we've picked our the back line that we would favor. Midfielders. You go first, Cody. Stop looking at us. Um, I'll do I thought I was supposed to ask the questions on this show. I don't Isn't that my duty? I don't know. We're taking over. We're still figuring it out. Cody, we, who do you think? We, we all ask questions on this show. <laughs> we all ask questions. Um, let's do Ilya. No, no, no. We can deal without Ilya. Okay, let's do Kuzain, Roger, and Busio. <laughs> that and I both just like shot up. Because <laughs> obviously I think we probably have different ones. I'll go first. You, Yeah, you're... You're up next. I'm up next. Okay. I'm going to agree. I'm going to say Roger. I'm going to say Johan. And I will agree. Kuzain in for Elie. Ride that okay, wave. Ride that, that confidence that. wave. Dad, you like Johan. I bet you're going to play Johan. I just wonder if he was capable if he went out so early yesterday. Yeah. But if it, again, if it's a. Uh, it seemed cautionary. Yeah, that's the vibe I got. If it's, uh, and he was walking around on the field after the game. Like I think if it yeah. had been serious, he would have been in the locker room already. But um, Go quicker. We're running long here. Okay. Yeah, we're supposed to be fast tonight, right? 
Kuzain, uh, Roger, and Ilya again. Kuzain, Roger, Ilya. Okay, okay. Wait, wait. So we're at Kuzain up up top on it? Yes. Okay. I can deal with that. But with Kraze and whoever else is available ready to sub in. Okay, forwards. Ooh. I'm going to say that he's going to go with the same, that Peter is going to go with the same three from last night's game. I think it'll be Shallowy at center, Lobato, and Gerso. Shallowy on the left, Diego striker, Lobato on the right. Actually, I'll go with that same one. Johnny will be on the bench to relieve whoever on the wings. I'll go with that one. I like that. And that's still really dangerous, too. And has a threat to come off the bench, too. Yeah. All right. There's our lineup. You heard it here first. That is. (laughs) And I'm just going to start adding this on the end of everything we do until he comes back. And it's all without Felipe. The constant reminder. Everyone needs to know this. Because people forget. Yeah. The glass is more than half full. That when he comes back, it's going to be good. That midfield. (laughs) I just, I can't believe we got to play with that midfield for like four games this season. And we we didn't even really appreciate it (laughs) yet. You know, we didn't really get time to actually like wrap our heads around how good it was. And then it was. It's like mind blowing to think about it. It was literally my experience being a Mizzou basketball fan and Michael Porter Jr. All this hype, (laughs) except a little different because Felipe actually played and contributed for us, but. And didn't quite have the hype that... Maybe I'm bad luck. My bad luck? Oh, my God. It's two teams that I care about. I don't know. Uh-oh. Has any of us went out injured yet? <laughs> Hard to... Do we know if Bob's okay? Where's Bob at? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's not... Let's again. Let's not plan for the next one. We'll figure it out off the air. But we will yeah. give another one. Hopefully in between Wednesday and Saturday. Yes. Saturday. Yes. In Portland. We will do another one. We will. We will. Proms. We proms. It'll be shorter than that. That was time. Cody's way of saying that we promise. In a really <laughs> uh, weird, like. If you understood it, everyone else did. No, not everyone. Bad's looking at Cody like he has four heads. I kind of got it, but it's like. It's like, why? I just like say promise. Yeah, it's actually faster to say promise than proms. Proms! Like, right. want to go to proms with me? All right, I, I promise. I'll take you to proms. I promise we will be back later this week. <laughs> And you and you won't like talk like my fourteen-year-old daughter's friend. I promise. <laughs> Go sporting. Woo! Yeah.